Welcome to Confessional. I'm Kayla Shelton, along with Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your darkest. Confess to us. We won't tell. So you can tell us anything. No one's listening. On today's confessional, Henry Lee Lucas. All right, everybody, welcome to the confessional. My name is Mike Moran. Thank you so much for listening. You guys, we got a great episode today. I am joined by co host, one of my good friends, a great, amazing, talented comedian. Rose Vineshank. Rose. Oh, well, hello, everybody. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Did you, uh, have you gotten any more Hard Times articles written? I can't say yet. (laughs) But I will say, if I do have one coming up, it's not the one I expected. You'll see when it happens, if it happens. All right. I'm being vague intentionally. I can tell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. You got anything uh, coming up? Any, anything else you want to promote, Rose? Any? Yeah. Um, this Sunday, uh, be at the cellar door in Frederick around 7. Uh, I'm doing a little, a little feature set. Excellent. Yeah. I'm glad things are going so well with you. Thank you. In comedy. I, I, tr- I try so hard. My bones <laughs> ache. <laughs> and, uh, and, Rose, your, your f- roommate is here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my my gal pal. Right. <laughs> yeah, I love doing housework with her. Absolutely. You want to you say hi, Rose's friend? Hi. All right. Mm-hmm. What do we call it? What are we calling you today? Mr. Almond Butter. Mr. Almond Butter. <laughs> I like that. I do like that as well. Very traceable, too. <laughs> Trace amounts. That, of course, is our producer, Jimmy, from yes. the Live from the Studio podcast. Now, Jimmy. Yes. If anyone listening would like to participate in the confessional. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. I, I, I'm trying to wrap my I'm mind I'm just saying that, hypothetically. Hypothetically. There okay. are some morons All out right. there, Let's Jimmy. entertain that idea for a second. If they, if they were... For some reason. Where would they confess? They would go to <laughs> facebook.com slash confessional podcast right. to submit their uh, confessions. Uh-huh. Uh, you can also stream us live everywhere. We're on we're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. That Your podcast app, Google Play. Everywhere there's podcasts, everywhere there's music, you can find us. Confessional podcast on everything. Thank you, Jimmy. Now, our guest today, Rose. Oh, yes. This gentleman has been a friend of mine for Never many years. Never seen him in my life. What? I <laughs> uh, used to do comedy around here. I thought he was really funny. I think so, too. Based on hanging out today, you're so charismatic and likable. I wish you would come back. Me, too. You were great in the Dunkin' Donuts, dude. No, yeah. you, you were. <laughs> yeah, thanks. No. Um, I Our really guest like... today is going to go by a pseudonym. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is a pseudonym. Uh, Bob actually... Saget Jr.? Yeah. Yeah, Bob Saga Jr. I was gonna go with Joey from Philly, but I then I decided Bob Saga Jr. Okay. But my friends call me Bobby. All you right. guys can call me Bobby. I think we're gonna be friends. Bobby Saggy. <laughs> All right, so we have Bobby and what was your name again? Peanut Butter Man. Mr. <laughs> Almond Butter. Mr. Almond Butter. Mr. Almond Butter. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad we have such a wacky setup for uh, this. <laughs> Horribly morbid subject matter that we will be targeting today. 
Uh, what are we talking about today, Rose? Um, we are talking about a, a serial killer who might not even have been a serial killer. It's up for debate. It's up for debate. Uh, who was local to the Virginia area, which is basically the Maryland area. Right, right. And where I and I grew up around a lot of those places. Uh, his name is. <laughs> what, what's his really name? Did our Mr. Peanut Butter. What, na- what his name was. We're going to give him a wacky name, too. <laughs> now, who, who are we talking about today? Henry Lee Lucas. Yes, Henry Lee Lucas. Always with the triple names for if you want to make someone menacing. It's Bobby. It's true. My name is, is Bobby. <laughs> you remember? Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> sorry. Wait, that's such a serial killer thing. John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Um, right. Assassins as well. Lee Harvey Oswald. Hillary Rodham Clinton. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, the guy who uh, uh, killed uh, that clothing designer, you know what I'm talking Versace. He's from Virginia? No. What are we talking I wasn't paying attention. It doesn't matter. <laughs> what was the pattern? You- Hot couture from Virginia Versace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Henry Lee Lucas, of course, originated in Blacksburg, Virginia, where Virginia Tech is. Yeah. Right. A lot of, somebody needs to write about all the horrible things that have happened in, in that area, because there are several. That area might be cursed, but I yeah. mean, it's like Blacksburg. Yeah, it's called Blacksburg. You know, it's like my my sister lived down there for years, and she would tell me about even some of the lesser known spooky stuff going on. Like there's the, the three black sisters, and they would wear all black. They weren't African-American, and they would... Uh, <laughs> They Thanks would. for clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they yeah they dressed all in black and they uh, I think murdered some people. Did they have good reason to like um... insurance money? I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yes. Oh, cool. Um, and also, if if I am not mistaken, it's rumored that Henry Lee Lucas buried a body uh, in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where I grew up. So. I think I did read that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's like their number two claim to fame and the, their number one claim to <laughs> Ralph fame. Ralph Sampson, they have a really whose great name was said once on Full House, is from there. They have a really player. great gas station there. And, uh, <laughs> Actually, there was there was also a weird mystery. Uh, the, the day that we moved there, apparently, when I was like one, uh, a woman went it disappeared from a gas station in Harrisonburg and has never been seen since, and it's a very creepy story. Yep. <laughs> All right, but let's get back to our subject. Henry Lee Lucas, let us start with a confession. This one is from Victoria Ward, Morningstar, Goodlands, Manitoba. Goodlands sounds a lot friendlier than Blacksburg. (laughs) I think he's a murderer, but he didn't commit 99% of the murders he's credited with. Right. I think he was manipulated into it and really enjoyed the attention and privileges he got. I think he might have also truly believed he was helping the families by taking the blame. Well, hot take. Sounds like she watched the Netflix documentary. Wait, <laughs> like the rest well, of us. Helping <laughs> yeah, which <what> families? <laughs> the murder victims so that they had closure? Yeah, there was something with uh, the... There's like a Christian lady on his side, right? The lady in the prison? Like yeah, the, the there's, prison, like a, there's like a there's like a woman minister. who's bringing Jesus to him in the prison, okay. and he would like hold her hand and cry. Yeah, and and I think she was encouraging him maybe to help get these families closure. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with her? Well, they were. Yeah, <laughs> that's not closure. That because in the that's taking a gamble right. on these families, right? Because if it does get out that you didn't do it, right, then that's going to make it a thousand times worse, and it's going to feel so invasive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he played with us to, to right. for what? 
he made us feel that to take it away for what? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was actually. He was kind of fed. So he was already on death row when he started confessing, like right. most of the murders. And so, like, the Texas Rangers were feeding him details about the murders. Mm. And they were basically like, as long as you keep confessing this stuff, like, we're not going to kill you. Like, you won't get executed. And then also they were giving. Were they him, like delaying his execution based yeah. on? Wow. Yeah. No. That's were what they, they were telling him. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. I know they were giving him stuff. Yeah, they were giving him milkshakes the and stuff. Steaks. Yeah. That's one of the things during um, the interviews of like, so did you kill him? And how do you like your filet mignon? <laughs> yeah. Tell us. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, it was just like. He he loved like they would give him cigarettes and like strawberry milkshakes from Sonic. Well, they give this man something healthier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Does he ever exercise? Uh, he didn't look like he did a much self care at all, to be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> he had I, uh, one tooth and um, one. I think yeah, one yeah, one like to that. three teeth, um, based on like the video footage right. from the Netflix documentary. Right, Not yeah. a lot of teeth and. Just everything I read about him is just like he smelled just the worst. <laughs> I could smell him through the Netflix documentary, yeah. honestly. You can just like look at him and and the best part of that is you can't get through these documentaries without him uh without picturing ha- him having sex without his tool. Yeah. Right? Ew. Yeah. They were lovers. Mm-hmm. Homophobic Rose over here. Ew. <laughs> Go back to backwards land. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's twenty twenty. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we um yeah he, i mean and he had a really like rough childhood yeah I read about a lot about his childhood yeah. mm-hmm. apparently his mother and this actually is something that he has in common with um a lot of serial killers yeah like his mother was a prostitute mm. and but not in like the hooker with a heart of gold pretty woman kind <laughs> right, of way. Right, right. Yeah, like, no, not at all. You know, yeah. he, like, she would, like, go out, get her coin, and then, like, started, like, forcing him to cross-dress in public at an early age. Yeah, what is that about? And yeah. Because, she, and apparently, like, I don't know if it was just some, like, thing for her. Like, it definitely wasn't one of those Tacoma Park moms, like, my son is expressing himself. But right, it was yeah. more like, I want to be able to pimp him out to both men and women. Really? Was yes, she pimping that is him why. out? Yeah. Oh, she, my goodness. It's not clear whether she was, but, like, that was her intent. Right. So right. she was, like, get used to being able to pass. Well, what, wow. I, what I heard was, um, from, my, from my reading, that, like, he always, like, smelled like shit, and, like, his mom didn't take care of him at all as a kid. Mm. Except, like, his first day of, like, it was either kindergarten or first grade. She, like, dressed him up like a girl, mm. like, on the very first day of school. And like, well, if you set had, the precedent early, it might, yeah, you know. had him like uh, in curls and like berets and shit, and like, um, just also like, yeah. Well, one thing that was weird too is like his dad. He lived with his dad and his mom, hooker mom, in like a shack. Mm. And his dad, they said, lost his legs from falling asleep on train tracks. Um, yeah, that's they are so comfortable though. It's hard to not curl up. Yeah, and, so you know, and they just kind of brushed over that. That was just like one detail that they didn't spend <laughs> much time on at all. It's yeah. like fall asleep on train tracks, and they just took his word that it like wasn't a suicide attempt. They're like, he fell oh, asleep. Uh, on do you the think train it was track. a suicide attempt? I don't, I, how could you just fall asleep on train tracks? Knowing this I family, it's possible. 
Right, legs, yeah. If yeah. he really wanted it, he would have put his head Maybe on he just wanted to get so unemployment and not attention. work anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, like, and then also his, so his dad had no legs, his mom was a hooker, and then she would make him and her dad fucking, like, watch her fuck the That's Johns. right. Yeah, well. Like, you legless May as well cock, at that point, like, you know. Right, right. And I think he started having sex with animals. So oh, toss yeah. that in there, too. Yeah, well, that's just a part of puberty. <laughs> we know? all go through yeah, that, right? It's a step in the right direction, at least. Right, yeah. 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 I think that's more, yeah, part of Virginia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like in the Jewish culture, we have our bar mitzvah at, like, right. age 12, and there yeah. they, they fuck a mule when they're yeah. <laughs> 13. Right. Yeah. There was. I have Snyder's heard getting pedantic. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard genuine. Sto- I don't. I don't know if they're genuine. They seem genuine, like not yeah. joking stories of of people in West Virginia. Like really, like it's not uncommon to find a dead uh, goat or something that has clearly been violated, usually by several men. The, and why kill it after? Tell me more about this. Tell me a little bit more. <laughs> I can't tell its story. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> what else are they going to do? Eat it? Where? Yeah. It sounds like they're. They probably dead. don't want to have the kid. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was a good joke. Mike. That was a great joke. Wow. That was really I, I think they like beat it up and stuff. I think it's like a big, violent, bloody, disgusting thing. Goats like it rough. Oh. True. Yeah, we don't know what their like kink preference is. So Jesus it's Christ. really yeah, kink not shame. fair for us to pass judgment. You right. mean the that goes on? Tin cans and aluminum, so obviously they're metal yeah. as fluff. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's that's horrible. That would make um, me more yeah. afraid of their especially like, jaws. I actually feel like as a Capricorn, like that, <laughs> I feel that on like a visceral level. So I hate those people. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, but to m- moving forward, um, <clears throat> <laughs> so this guy was a goat fucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, okay, curse. we are allowed okay. to curse. Okay. <laughs> this guy was a goat fucker. And um, uh, that is, again, pretty common with serial killers. Do a lot killers. of serial killers get it on with animals? They have weird, like, torturous interactions a with lot animals. Of, yeah, a lot of animal torture kids, stuff. Right. Like, And it starts right. coming out as kids. Um, yeah, yeah. Just from... And really, Lucas took the with out of don't F with cats. Yeah. <laughs> And really, the sickest part is I hear he wasn't dome. interested in the goat's pleasure at all. <laughs> he really was. He, <laughs> he was just, very much a taker. He only wanted to fucking finish for himself. And he was yeah. a selfish motherfucker. Like, yeah, he really was. That's t- yeah. And like, it typically, you said that that started around like when he was going through puberty, like the goat fucking. Uh, yeah, I think so. It so. could have been earlier. I don't know See, the exact date. I feel a lot better when it's the animal doing it, it to the person. No, but you seriously, know? like, this was like... Like this, the horse? This guy had a horrible, like, one of the worst li- lives. Like, yeah, no, and that's... And it's, like, almost surprising that he didn't kill more people. Right, like, yeah. What do you think about Well, it, it was pretty bad, but I'll remind was. you that when I was a kid, I, I asked for a Super Soaker 100 one year, got the 50. <laughs> Oh yeah. So. Oh, we were a two hundred. And I haven't killed anyone. My dad made forty <gasps> grand a year, so we <laughs> we were a super two hundred family. I don't want to brag or anything, but well, oppositional defiant disorder, which is like the pre-diagnosis for antisocial. So antisocial is the diagnosis you give to people who we know as serial killers and sociopaths, mm. but you have to be eighteen to get that diagnosis. Before that, you're diagnosed with ODD. 
Um, um, and so, like, around 15, that's when he started the serial killy behaviors, like, fucking animals. And right. So he was... That, like, early childhood stuff, mm. you know, she could have stopped making him do all that stuff. And, like, it, it takes sometimes just, like, one year or right, one week of, right. like, bad shit happening. And then you're set for life. Mm. So what – so he would you classify him as a psychopath? Uh, Probably. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is, like, I think the biggest thing that contributed to this maybe is he had some, like, massive head injuries, too. Yeah, that's mm. always uh, a part of serial killer. Yeah, stuff. so, like, mm. apparently, like, his mom beat him with, like, a blunt object really bad, and he was unconscious for, like, two days. Yeah, and then his eye fell out or something. That was because he got in a fight with his brother, uh, Yeah, and no one did anything about it. Right. Yeah, that just, right. yeah, other, yeah, that was the separate neglect issue, but, yeah. But, like, yeah. his, um... So, like, his mom... Yeah, he was, like, unconscious for two days. And, like, what I was reading is, like, you know, just being unconscious for a few hour, you know, hours when you have head trauma like that can cause, mm-hmm. like, brain damage. So, like, he was out cold. And then, like, his mom's pimp, whose name was Bernie. Bernie 2020. Bernie. <laughs> Bernie was like, maybe we ought to uh, take this one to the hospital. Right. Like, it wasn't... E- and, and then, you know, he had... And she's like, nah, it'll be fine. The, the part of his brain that controls impulse was, like, ruined He's just that, from then on, right, I think, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's... Go ahead. Oh, uh, I was just going to add in, like, even though it's debatable, like, how many people he killed, he it's noted that he did at least, at one point, stab his mother. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he killed his brother. Be hard not yeah. to. Yeah, I kind of, I'm like, she doesn't sound I'm still like on Henry's side on that one. <laughs> not exactly a, a June Beaver type, if you ask me. <laughs> I mean, I can mm. understand it. I don't, I don't know. Right. I don't know that I'm, like, for it, but I, I get where he was coming from with that yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so what, it, it seems like the combination of serial killer, like, the perfect storm comes from a combination of Probably being born, like you probably have to be born with some sort of antisocial personality disorder, right? You can have, so with these things, you, because there's a lot of people who suffer really extreme abuse, but they don't develop these things. So Mm. the way what people typically agree on is like you're born with a certain temperament that predisposes you Mm. Mm. to develop certain behaviors. Mm. And if you experience a trauma, it can sort of like activate that yeah, yeah. in you. And th- but then the head injury too, I feel like is a, is Yeah, big. that's yeah. huge. Like if you have all three Yeah. You're gonna be the holy about trinity of like, You're gonna get yeah. your own Netflix documentary eventually. <laughs> yeah, like the other one, uh the big story now is this guy, uh, Aaron Hernandez on the Patriots. Oh yeah, I wanna that, watch that one. Yeah, that he had like really bad head injuries and I yeah. think that's just Pretty Otis Tool had a really bad head injury too. Otis Tool. Otis Bob. No Otis. it's Otis. It's pronounced Otis. <laughs> yeah Otis, sorry. Do you guys think he killed John Walsh's son? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know that. That didn't come up in my research. But no. Well, you know how they they were a, they were a partnership. Adam Walsh, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's believed that he that Henry Lee Lucas's lover Otis killed Adam Walsh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, he confessed to it, but he also recanted it. But I believe John Walsh believes he killed him. Yeah, I'm just confused right now because there's a Pokemon named Oddish, <laughs> and that's who I'm thinking about when you say this. <laughs> <laughs> what is? Uh, I never. Well, yeah, it's heard the- of that Pokemon. I'm 32, and I guess I was more like a blue and red. <laughs> Pokemon. Oddish was original 150. He was. Yeah, what evolved into gl- Gloom and then Vileplume. 
what the was little, it? The little purple thing with the leaves on his head. Was it? What was the fully evolved version? Vile plume. I never heard. I never had. I don't even have, think I had a vile plume card. Welcome back to Pokey Talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, mom, can I listen to this podcast? You're talking about Pokemon. <laughs> we were just about like hoarding the hologram ones. <laughs> we were just uh, hoarding like the hologram ones when I was a kid. Like my friends. That son, was the move. My right. friend's uh, brother got punched in the face for his Charizard. Oh my and someone goodness! Stole it. Did his eye fall out because Charizard his mother was a neglectful yeah. prostitute? No, Man, that would be terrible no. if Henry Lucas started with a Charizard dispute. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right, yeah, this back. one is from Petey Steele, Washington, D.C. Ah, Petey Steele. You I remember Petey that guy. Steel. Oh, boy. I think this is he's a serious investigative journalist. <laughs> <laughs> I Actually, he's going to be on the, the podcast soon. Uh, the film, if memory serves me right, said they estimated that he killed 11. What I do believe is that they plied him with Sonic burgers, strawberry shakes, and cigarettes to cop to most of them, but he enabled other serial killers to remain at large. He's the all-time serial killer assist leader. Mm. Yeah, mm. well, the part about milkshakes is definitely true. Yeah, love oh. the milkshakes. Oh wow, that's like the most serious question I think I've ever heard Petey <laughs> say. <laughs> I was expecting it to say dicks in it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's good research, Petey. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, it's they were feeding him the details of these crimes. Like right. the Texas Rangers were saying, like, this is where the body is. Like. Letting him read the police reports, mm-hmm. like things like that, mm-hmm. and so like, there's probably at least a handful of the murders that he actually was involved in. Right, right. But like, there's so many that were just like impossible for him to do or mm-hmm. have anything mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, he had to travel like a million miles I, to. The yeah. number was also at one point he was claiming it was in the thousands. Right, mm-hmm. and it just kept going up. It was like the classic, like the fish I caught was this big. No, this big. No, right, this right. big. Yeah, like. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, or like that time when I was 18 and I met the lead singer of Power Man 5000, and I just kept exaggerating the story. Now it's Power Man 6000. Yeah, and that's that's like a... I don't... uh, Going back to the part where I think um, it was said like he was doing that for some benevolent reason, like giving closure to families. Right, right. No, no, no. no. <laughs> that there's such a narcissistic, like, oh yeah, absolutely, grandiosity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mindset sure. with these things. Sure. Well, do you think there was any good in that guy? Like, was there a part of him that was genuinely like, oh, I want to help Jesus? And uh, no, can people know. like that even think like that? Like, I mean, I think he started out good, but just. I mean, when, it's hard. It's hard because I don't want to. I don't want to like say like people that have a hard upbringing like are justified in doing shit that is wrong, mm. you know. But yeah. it's just like it's not right. Right. No, plenty of people with rough upbringings right. turn out to be great. wonderful people. But it's like you understand it like a little bit more. Sure. Sure. From like where he came from. Absolutely. And, and just I don't know. Yeah. It's like at some point as an adult. You make your own decisions. You know, you start as a child. You know, I yeah. have, you know, kids don't make decisions, but adults do. Yeah, I agree for the most part, but I do think there is like a line of mental illness sometimes where it's just like there's no way this person yeah. can. Yeah, can, Some like people. this person needs to be taken care of and watched and like. Oh well, yeah, he needed professional help a lot earlier. Yeah, and uh, he was really 
kind of dumb too, wasn't he? Like he was just kind of like he seemed like he didn't even really know sometimes if he did the killing or not, you know? Yeah, I think he, they said he has. They kept saying in the Netflix documentary and in the podcast, uh, like the, la- the last podcast on the left podcast I was listening to about it, that like his IQ was like eighty seven. So that's not that low, is it? I think it's pretty low, man. Oh, because that's definitely not mine. <laughs> yeah, Mike's like, I'm, I'm 94. <laughs> the traumatic yeah. brain injury. Yeah. Untreated. Right, right. I thought 70 was mildly retarded, right? Yeah, so he's not. So that's not, that's pretty good. He's it's only. Yeah. The new term is intellectual disability. I'm sorry. But oh, yeah, okay, it's fine. also that's like. He was a I very stable genius. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was. Maybe but he yeah, was. he, um, I think it's just like. I think it's just a matter of, like, he was a horrible person. He evolved into be a horrible person. Like, he deserved to be in prison. But just, like, when you think about, like, there was a lot of society created, helped create that. Absolutely. Know? Seemed like a perfect storm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, you do kind of, I feel a little bit bad for him, just a tad. Yeah. No, how can you not? Like, right. I mean, if he had just come out and been, like, a guest, if he would have just been like a guest or clerk, like that would have been like an. He could have been really. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Like, would have been a testament of like how far he would come. Yeah, they'd have a mean? story on the Blacksburg we, we, News about him and everything. Yeah. You know? So if you, when you think about like just how I don't know, could have been a janitor out. at Virginia Tech. Yeah. That for sometimes like if if that would have been a big come up, you know, like no, for real, like yeah. the combined with like the trauma, mm. the the TBI, you know. That that's that is a recipe for disaster, and mm. it's hard. It I do feel empathy because on one hand, like that was all horrible stuff, but on the other, like it, it's almost like he's this like gigantic, angry child, right? Yeah, that's just running around, just like mm-hmm. yeah. Like yeah. what do you, what do you do with that? Yeah. Like if you yeah. You know, they always have that classic serial killer look in their eyes, too. Like, that just yeah. like what it is, like, yeah, no feeling kind of look. Mm-hmm. You know, you notice that, like, just an inability to feel remorse, yeah. Like, they they always have like such a like open, like, matter of fact look on their face, yeah. Mug yeah. Shots. I also heard, and I don't know if this is true, that like when he got released from prison, he got released from prison from killing his mom, like, for four years, like that. Um, he was like begging to stay in prison really saying like i'm going to hurt people if i get let out really yeah wow and like in a way it's like kind of and like and like he was like most comfortable in prison like the the life conditions that he had before prison were so bad like living in a chicken shack and shit that like right well that's actually why the prison industrial system is considered the America's number one mental health provider. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Mm, yeah, so. I, I want to say, like, I forget what the statistic is, but, like, mm. disproportionately, people who are in there have a diagnosis right, of, yeah. of just schizophrenia. Right, yeah. You yeah, know what I yeah. mean? Just that alone, even if they didn't hurt anyone, mm-hmm. they're hearing mm-hmm. voices and on the side of the road shouting, I'll kill you, I'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, they get arrested, and then when they're out, they really can't take care of themselves, yeah. and there's nowhere else to go, and then here you have a place with... Three square meals a day, mm-hmm. a bunch of buddies, mm-hmm. um, team building activities. Uh, <laughs> you really? know? That's starting. not too bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to sound like one of these people that is like, people like prison. It's too nice. <laughs> no, they enjoy it's it. Just, it's just like they'll be fine. In yeah. his case, I feel like his life was so yeah, shitty yeah. that 
it actually right, sure, you like sure. it better. I don't think that's the case for like it's a horrible, horrible mm-hmm. place. Like you mm-hmm. don't want to go there. No, you yeah. don't. And you could <laughs> smoke in there in those days. Thanks. And if the alternative is also like you're choosing between two hells, might sure. as well choose the one with food. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Good point. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, very sad story. Has anyone seen the... Uh, Although they don't have gluten-free stuff at most most prisons. So. Well, nothing's right. free in prison. You're locked up. Yeah. yeah. You have gluten incarcerated. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. Um, <laughs> has anyone seen the film Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer? Uh, no, I heard it's pretty crazy. None of you have seen Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. No. Not, you're the oh only one. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jimmy, you seen... No, it's a classic '80s serial killer horror movie, and it's about Henry Lee Lucas. Yeah, how how is he portrayed in the movie? This is it's hilariously really. (laughs) I heard it is. Yeah, Gallagher plays him. Believe it or not, isn't it all pre? This is all like that movie is like all pre confession redaction stuff, right? So that isn't that? I don't know. I don't know. Did I would think it's about like that. <laughs> it was like 85, 86 or so when they made it. Did you see it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm starting to question whether it's you actually did. actually the only one you've seen. <laughs> okay, this movie doesn't exist. The Mandela <laughs> did effect on my Did you see it, part. Mike? Actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that is not the but point. You haven't watched it. Is it like a movie you haven't watched in a long time? No, I watched it recently, actually. Okay. So did they talk about the confessions in there? No. No, it didn't really okay. touch on that. It was more just about the killing. It was like a fictionalized... But it's done so realistically compared to like all the other horror movies of that time, you know. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it has like this gritty, real, almost documentary feel to it, and it's, it's more like a freaking disturbing. It's very slow paced and just very like it's just very disturbing. It's just like two dumb guys on the run with completely no feelings for anyone, oh. and they they watch the video, they like videotape stuff and then watch it together. That is actually horrifying. Yeah, that's like, like a. Yeah, there's one scene where Otis is like, uh, rewind that again, Henry. I want to see that part. And they're just like sitting on the couch watching them murder people. Uh, it's kind of like um, from Of Mice and Men. I keep thinking of Lenny. That was yeah. the character's name. Because it's like there's something really, really scary about, I don't know, when, whenever... I don't know who else has anxiety, but sometimes I run scenarios through my head sure. about what how I would act and what I would oh, say absolutely. if I, I was constantly. like, you know, in a murder shack. Oh yeah. And someone was like, ah, like murder ranting shack, about baby murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's where people get decapitated. <laughs> no, um Speaking of which, we might have uh, B52 Fred Schneider on the show sometimes. Are you serious? Yeah. I just That is awesome. <laughs> Wait, that's really cool. Yeah. To that. I want to, you know. But um Make sure you guys research his other oh, songs. Oh, Shaq, baby. Is it that guy? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Nice. yeah. Nice, that guy. You guys, yeah. He's uh, a gay icon. Yeah. Um, but back Him to like... Cher. Him and Cher. Is he like all, he's not quite here. on the no. Cher level, no. right? Not quite. I, I doubt <laughs> Cher he would be on the Cher. confessional <laughs> floor. Bowie. <laughs> um, yeah. But there's something like scary about... like So when I think of like scenarios where I might get... like kidnapped or something Mm. i always think like well if they're someone i could like talk intellectualize my way out of i don't know like Uh oh you have a plan for world domination like okay Mm. cool let's let's hash ideas yes i'm a sympathizer of course yeah some people do that make me your squeaky frown you know right right yeah like that's 
some, and then when he turns his back, you get him right. over the head with a bat. But like for someone like Henry Lee, you know, you could be like, but I sympathize with you. You'd be like, what the, f- what the He's hell? Like, will that ever mean? mean? Yeah. yeah, and then you're just like, oh right. god, yeah. like there's no. It's just very like blunt. I don't know. Like, yeah, I I'm gonna kill you. There's part like, of me that everyone portrays him as so dumb, but like. I don't think he's quite as dumb as people portray him to be. Mm. Like, um, I think it's just more like very short-term thinking almost. like Impulsive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, so, like we were talking a little bit about, I don't know, you guys heard about like the Texas, you guys have heard some details about kind of like the Texas Rangers task force that was getting him to confess to all these murders mm-hmm. we were talking about mm-hmm. before like the milkshakes and, yeah, and all the mighty morphin texas rangers yeah <laughs> and um so like he had um at one point like him them the texas rangers and like the da from waco had gotten like a big pissing match basically mm-hmm. between each other because he the da from waco didn't think that Lucas had confessed to a right, bunch right. of the crimes, and he right. was the one that kind of helped uncover it. Mm-hmm. But um, after that, like he had started to think like he didn't do kill anybody, mm-hmm. the DA mm-hmm. and Wicca, which isn't the case. And they they had this, this one of the first three murders that he killed. It was like Barbara, right? His teenage girlfriend. I think mm-hmm. it was Barbara. I think it what was her. What was his teenage Becky? Girlfriend? I think Becky. <laughs> she was. Yeah, she's Becky. in the movie too. She's Otis's he had a sister. Girlfriend? A thirteen-year-old oh, girlfriend yeah. named Becky. Ew. Yeah, they were married. Yeah, they were like they were married. Yeah. I think like, well, they consider themselves married. Uh. And he didn't have sex with Becky because he only liked to fuck corpses. Is what? What? Oh, that's no. what they were saying that on last podcast. No, he also he also molested standards. some children though. That's part of the mythology that yeah. that like that just. But yeah, that was like part of the like mythology stuff before I think. Wouldn't have wouldn't have uh, pegged him as a prude. In yeah, sense, you know. <laughs> but it's also like, anyway, what I was saying is, I thought he liked to fuck goats. Yeah, also goats. But yeah, so, so goats they, or dead people. They get yeah. to be alive, but not live people or dead goats. Well, people's <laughs> kinks evolve over time. That's like, very I think the goats true. was more like a younger thing, you know. Uh, like I was into emo girls. Like sure, you grow out in the goats. You know, like it's all relative. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we all grow. But he did molest some children, I believe. He he was married briefly to a a relatively normal person, I think. After he got out of jail for his killing his mom, and she said he was molesting her children. Oh yeah. But um, I would not like look at that guy and say like, yeah, that guy fucks. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. That's all he did. Oh, Oh, but no, he was if he was married to a living woman. Right, right. Like Whoa. a living thirteen-year-old girl. What? What was she like? Oh, no. This was before. This was that. like older, like a, a real adult. Yeah, he married like somebody in their thirties when he was in his thirties. And for like, a while. was she like? Oh, he's so stoic. <laughs> she wasn't like. like I don't think she <laughs> was like a prize herself. His <laughs> well, wife, from what I was reading, yeah. I think it all ties together because you talk about if you think about the other. The ones that we know of, the mm. uh, serial killers, most of them have very high IQs, right? But now we're saying he's he's got a relatively low IQ. It seems However, like it's kind of both. But like, wait, yeah. because he has an emotional IQ that's very high because he spent his whole life mm. as a child probably trying to manipulate 
his way through to survive. And so mm, he yeah. became a master manipulator. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so there, there is his ability, and it shows in his ability to manipulate Interesting. the Texas Rangers. And yeah. then as far as his pedophilia, I mean, that makes sense. He was traumatized in the, at that mm. age, and so that's yeah. where he was sexually stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. That, and also, like, there's also some pretty sophisticated stuff that he did. Like, when I was t- talking about Becky. That uh, Hydron Collider. He- yeah, like Becky. Manufactured. Like, well, no, with like Becky, at one point, they had him, he almost convinced the DA, he convinced the DA in Waco County that he didn't kill anybody, that this girl Becky that mm-hmm. he said he killed originally to get on death row was still alive. And he, Oh, yeah, that was he, so bizarre. Was I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, and he had gotten this girl that like visited him in prison, some weird like serial killer groupie. To like pretend to be her. Yeah, that is so weird. And I didn't uh, even know it about was that like on CNN that she was like pretending yeah. to be her. You well, know what? So like, how dumb movie? could he have been? That's the thing. It's like right, right. Yeah. I think he just he didn't have very long term thinking. I sure. think Hold more on. so than being stupid. So Becky was actually alive, yeah. but she wasn't. So she was actually alive. No, Becky got killed, but there was this like prison groupie basically that was like oh, visiting him while he was on death row and pretending, pretending to be Becky. To be oh, Becky. right, right. And right. he was like. Wrote writing her letters where he would like bury the details of like instructions for her to say yeah. about the story and the case. To so she would the know press. things that only Becky would and, know. And they were like long letters, so like the prison people that were screening them didn't pick up on them. Yeah, that is kind of brilliant. So, so it, that that's like foresight, like premeditation. Yeah, stuff. yeah. I think um, Becky might have coached him too. Like Becky had a. It's also complicated because it seemed like Becky, fake Becky, not real Becky. Right. Um, fake Becky Mr. Peanut Butter had Becky. some weird fucking fetish for serial killers and I think she was like kind of helping him get out of jail like mm. we all need a down ass bitch like Becky fake <laughs> Becky but um she's loyal <laughs> I love that you were both standing right there looked like a battle rap <laughs> of some sort like the last yeah. scene in 8 Mile yeah the viewers couldn't appreciate that but that was that was intense but yeah so I don't know how dumb he is like right. I, I'm starting to Everyone said he, especially in the earlier stuff, how dumb he is. But then in the Netflix documentary, you mm, learned some mm. stuff that he did. Where I think he was probably like a really good improviser, like in, like she said, and like very yes good ending. at like emotionally gauging people and manipulating right. people. Because when you listen to him talk to the press and stuff and say stuff like, you know, I had to recant these confessions yeah. because all these victims' <laughs> families had gotten hurt. Uh-huh. And the real killers were really out there. Like, I don't know how much he really cared right. about that. Great but, like, when he says it, it seems convincing, yeah. you know? So yeah. I, he, a lot of, so what he described, um, so, okay, a lot of people with, like, trauma have really bad dissociation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, like, if you see some, like, killers interviewed, they'll talk about, like, going into that dissociative state when right. they do their killing. Um so, like, it's possible, like, it was just, like, a mode that he, like, flipped into. Mm, mm. What know, What is like, disassociation, exactly? Like, I kind of know, but not really. You can go into, like, a dissociative rage state where you just blank out. Like, a, I don't experience it. I've heard people with really high anxiety say dissociating is just, mm. like, like... Just disappearing, like just kind of going. Like on it's like uh, think of like the the Wii s- like main screen soundtrack that the do, what? you know like on the Wii that do 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 oh, do, okay. do 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 do. It's just like 
being that for like a brief period of time with like just kind of zoning completely out. Yeah, just completely like. Yeah, and then you're like watching yourself. Oh, I see. Rose, is it like? Is it like? Um, some of the people in the documentary on Netflix, like the Confessional Killer documentary, like the one of the psychologist ladies was saying, like he doesn't really know the truth about right. Yeah, it seems like like filled in stuff. Is that kind of like dissociating? Yeah, like. And then for, like, anger, some people dissociate into, like, fits of rage. Mm -hmm. So, like, when he describes, like, stabbing his mom, even, Mm -hmm. it it could be him being manipulative. Like, I don't know what happened. But it could also be, like, he dissociated Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. a little bit. People with trauma also have, like, terrible memory loss. Right, yeah. Um, So it it could be, like, so many factors involved. Sure. All right, we have another confession here. This is from... Joe Poinitowski, Madison, Wisconsin. They talked about the likelihood of him having multiple psychosis. I think the main cop rode on and was reluctant to give up the popularity he was experiencing from closing cases. And because mental health issues are even now relatively, emphasis on relatively, dismissed and misunderstood, it was easy to label Henry Lee Lucas crazy for killing many people instead of crazy for admitting to kill to killing people he never met. And because people believed these the stories and were along for the ride, it was easier for law enforcement to stay the course rather than look at the facts and question timing, which would have caused many people to look incompetent. So I don't think it was blatant manipulation from law enforcement as much as it was a group of people who both who were both the right and wrong tools to collectively mislead each other. I, yeah, that's a really great mm-hmm. idea. Very well written. It's almost like, so I've worked with some people who have... Munchausen syndrome. Mm-hmm. And it's like all of these sort of, it's almost kind of similar. It's like this ego thing, like this drive to like um, be victimized. Mm-hmm. Um, but disproportionately, a lot of women have Munchausen syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in his role, because he was like, you know, socialized like as a as a man, mm-hmm. um, I feel like he might have had that same root thing, but instead of being the victim, he wanted to be like the powerful one for like the grandeur. It's right, the same right. thing with um, you know how trauma evolves into these personality disorders. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. ninety, like it said, like women get borderline personality where it's this sort of same like manipulative pattern of behavior and hurting mm-hmm. people, but it's all emotional and it's right, all right. victimized, whereas men with those same traumas and those same sort of mindsets and behaviors evolves into antisocial personality, right. where it's the opposite. It's like the mm-hmm. Ge- mm-hmm. other gendered stereotype. Yeah. So They want to be the tormentor instead of the right. tormentee. Exactly. So it sounds like, like, I really like that idea. Like, they probably didn't even assume that he was lying about it or, Mm -hmm. like, think of it from a mental health standpoint. Like, Mm -hmm. this guy is trying to play out this, like, fantasy by putting himself in this role, Mm -hmm. and, like, we can't convince him otherwise, and it's easier, but they weren't thinking of it like, no, he has, like, murder Munchausens. Like, he's, like, saying, like, yeah, I did this, I did this, oh, my God, like, fall into this story with me Mm -hmm. and give me that validation I need from it for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. And that makes total sense. I, and I agree with the last thing you just read because they were both benefiting from each other, law mm-hmm. enforcement and what's his face. And so 
they sort of bounced off each other like mirrors, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also, like, it's not every day someone says that they killed someone. But don't they? I mean, in law enforcement, they have known for a long time that mentally ill people will say that they will confess to something they didn't do. Yes and no. That doesn't mean that they're going to act accordingly. Mm-hmm. So, like, the advancements in mental health mm-hmm. do not are not parallel with. Mm-hmm. Law enforcement's understanding or actions right. around I mean, mental health—that's always been a thing, though, right? Like, where if there's a high-profile murder or something, at least several people are going to claim they did it just because they—they they want the fame and they want the groupies. Because well, apparently, there are like murder groupies. Yeah, I guess that's part of it, but it, I think it's—it's it's just like they're mentally. I mean, maybe some people do just want the, the notoriety, but I think some of them are just mentally ill. And, do have persistent delusions? Mm, mm. You know, it is—it is crazy how. Fame can like people well try to get any type of fame like that. Right. You know, like, like any, it's so hard to be someone. Right. Like, yeah. or, but maybe it's not so hard <laughs> to be someone. <laughs> yeah, I tried taking credit for the Lindbergh baby at one point. <laughs> Did not work out very well. Yeah. Jimmy Hoffa's in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. All right, if, Irish but man. I feel like if you gave Henry a milkshake right now, he'd be like. Let me tell you about what happened in JFK. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Did he start getting into, like, stuff? like? Because some serial killers will start, like, claim, like the Iceman says that he killed Jimmy Hoffa, and, like, people will start claiming things like that. Did he ever get into like big ones like that? Like, yeah, I like, feel like they did. I think there like, was some. You know some. what? It wasn't actually Pontius Pilate that killed <laughs> Jesus, and it wasn't the Jews. Yeah, I'll tell you all about it for oh, another the evangelical right. Shut that down quickly. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you the truth for one <laughs> large milkshake. You think drugs killed the Belushis? <laughs> it were me. <laughs> I'm pretty you sure give me one of the Belushi's is still alive. on my milkshake, officer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm responsible for new Coke. Yeah. Um, this is a memory I have that could have been on our Things You Can't Find on the Internet episode. Right. I swear there was an episode of Jerry Springer. Back when Jer- like Jerry, Jerry Springer yeah. at one point was like semi-serious before yeah. it, it became like total. Yeah, he was like a Dr. Phil at one point, and yeah, then right. things just kind Almost. of yeah. Oh, yeah. took yeah. off. Yeah. Like he was a regular talk show at first, like you, you know, like Sally Jesse or whatever. Um, and then people just started fighting, and yeah. he's like, you and know, the ratings just went through the roof, and yeah. they're like, you know what? Let's just exploit dumb people. My, my next door neighbors were on Jerry Springer when I was a kid so on the <laughs> side. For what they were? Well, they were like fake. They were wrestlers, like they were like oh, they faked amateur professional wrestlers. Yeah. Like, um, so like, like yeah, I've known pe- I've known people that have gone on talk fake shows WWE. Like, so fake, it was yeah. like there was this one big fat guy, and they called him like the Michelin Man. Which <laughs> like, oh my god! Did they just make up the whole story? Yeah, it was just made up. And then like this this other guy was like a uh, he was like a uh, preacher or something, uh-huh. and he was like. Having sex with somebody's mom. Of course. It was like, it, it was all fat. It was all not true. They were yeah. just like, yeah. but I, they did let me come over and watch the pay per views with them when I was younger. Oh, that's like Survivor that's Series. Nice. We Ooh. had to pay for Survivor Series. Oh. Is being on Jerry Springer a comedy credit? I have known comedians that have done it. Really? I can think of one right now, and I'm pretty sure. I know other people that have gone like Judge Judy and things like that. When I retire, yeah. that's going to be like the first thing I do is yeah. go on more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but anyway. My memory is that there was an episode of Jerry Springer where they interviewed Henry Lee Lucas, and they're 
there was like a family where the mom was in love with them and wanted to marry them, and she didn't think he killed those people. Oh boy! And they're all like, the daughters were like, "Mom, get with the times, mom." I think maybe she did marry him in in jail or something. Dude, Henry had some game. <laughs> but it just goes to show you, man. If you if you have for, that for a fame, guy with one tooth who. Right. Subjectively smelled. What that mouth horrendous. do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if they were worried so much about the murder as the smell. If he got out, you know, yeah. the, it was just like a must. There's more hormones packed into every ounce of bo he has. That's sure. why Post Malone gets laid. <laughs> and did you guys know George Bush pardoned him? Well, you know, gave him clemency so he didn't get executed. I heard w- something w. like Bush, that when he was governor. Yeah, W. W. Yeah, he's governor of Texas. It, I think it was actually, well, it was probably the right call. Like at least the murder that he well, was. Yeah, because he was being proven innocent and all those repeatedly. Yeah, but like, yeah, the murder that he was on the death row for, like, he didn't have a, um, he didn't have. They found he wasn't guilty. Of you that could one. almost. I'm surprised. I wonder if criminals ever manipulate that to keep them from being executed by like confessing to something and mm-hmm. then get convicted convicted of it. And then be like, oh, actually, here's evidence that I didn't do it. Yeah. So, because that way they don't convict you for the other ones that you actually did do, you know? Oh. There's also people that, like, want to die. There's also... it's yeah, also Jeffrey like, Dahmer always said he wanted the death There's also people that are like, I want to get moved to a different state so they can fry me. Yeah. And yeah. then there's, like... Then I, don't, I wonder why their psychology is different for someone like him who's like fighting the death penalty and wants to stay alive. Milkshakes, you know? that's why. Yeah. He has <laughs> things in life that he likes. Right, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. He did get a lot of milkshakes. He got some it. special treatment. He yeah. had no teeth and he had a lot of milkshakes. So. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. One milkshake true. brings the confessions to the yard and they're like... <laughs> oh, you got to meme that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. This has been an excellent episode. Thank you so much for coming by, Bob Saget Jr. Thank you. Thank you, Captain Peanut it's Butter. Bobby. Head. Please yeah. call me Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> and Rose. Yes. Thanks for co-hosting as always. Thank you for having me. Jimmy. Yes. We will see you next time here on the confessional. Do, do, do.